0: Hello, my beautiful stroke survivors, how are you? This is Karina, and I'm the host and creator of this great podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. For those of you who don't know me, I suffered brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma and a locked-in syndrome, but it eventually led me to you, so I'm very grateful for that. My mission here is clear, to empower, inspire, and give hope. To all of you who think that life is over after having had a stroke, I'm here to tell you that it's not. And with a little bit of work, with a little bit of inside work, let me tell you there is a great life to live. My podcast is me sharing my story as a stroke survivor for the past 23 years. I share everything I know that you're going to need to know to survive this world as a survivor yourself. But here I share everything. I am totally raw, transparent. I am myself. But you know what? I share my trials, my fails, and my so many victories. Victories that are worth telling you about. And I can't wait for it. So I decided that it's time to rip the band-aid and help others. And by helping others, I'm actually here helping myself. Every time I make my show, I'm helping myself. And every time you are listening to my show, you are helping yourself. So I decided that um, I can say all of this to you because I am proud and I own my life story. I own who I am. There's no shame to have. There's a lot of confusion, yes, but there is no shame. And if I'm capable of telling you everything I share in my show, it's because I own my story. This is my reality. Very important, I share all of my tattoos, how I did it. There's no right or wrong here. This is my podcast my life my show (laughs) so this i'm just telling you what worked for me you're going to find what works for you in time i just want to give you that little push that little nudge so when i share my podcast with all of my how to's in every show i recommend that you download the episodes and the reason being is that you're going to want to refer to those episodes again and again while you are rehabilitating. Like I said, if I can help just one of you in this world, if I can just give you a little more oomph and make you want to keep going, my job is going to be done. You are going to feel better about your situation and you are going to want to keep fighting because you are a fighter, you are a kick ass fighter man. I know that today's show is going to be about feeling accomplished, the importance about feeling accomplished. I don't know how I'm going to call this show yet. I haven't named my episode, but I definitely mapped out what I want to talk to you about because it was something that was so pivotal to me. So it's all about feeling accomplished. You see how I'm totally open and honest with you. I don't have a title, but I know what I want to talk about. But before I do, I have some amazing news I want to tell you. My girlfriend is over this weekend and we are, I'm showing her how uh, my podcast and how I go about doing it and whatnot. And uh, I'm showing her on Google and the 15 most popular podcasts. And as I'm scrolling on the list of the 15 more popular podcasts uh, for stroke survivors... I am scrolling, and I'm telling her how um, I'm not on the list yet, but it's coming, right? As I'm scrolling, she goes to me, she says, Karina, isn't that your logo? And the first thought I have is, Motherfucker, someone stole my logo, and I love my logo. (laughs) And then, Lord behold, I look Next to that logo, and my name is there. Guys, 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 I'm freaking out over here. I am number eight. Number eight worldwide stroke survivor podcast. To me, that is the second biggest accomplishment. Well, no, the third biggest accomplishment I've done in my life. I'm so, so, this is validating that I'm doing the right thing. This is validating that I belong where I am right now, with you. So I hope you're as excited as I am. I want to know that I am in over 16 countries now, in 7 continents, and um, I have quite a following. I'm no Joe Rogan, I'm not going to say, but I have more than one. I had no expectations coming into my show and coming into the podcast. All I wanted to do was have my voice heard. And, um, I, I, to me, this is surreal. I'm, um, I'm speechless, which is a very rare thing for me. So enjoy the silence if I'm speechless. (laughs) So we're going to get right into it on. Feeling Accomplished The number one thing that really worked for me and that is still working Okay, let's start is having a morning routine The morning between starts the night before I know you've heard this, but it's so true I suggested in a previous episode a to-do list If you do your list the night before, the morning when you get up, you know what to expect. And as you know, we are never to know what to expect. So by building your morning routine, by having your to-do list, what's going on is that you're going to be saving time, you are going to be saving energy, you are going to be saving a lot of frustration on yourself. By building a morning routine, you will better be able to plan out. So those of you who have young children that need to be ready or who are caregivers also to other people, you are going to be able to map out exactly what you need to do in regards to them and in regards to yourself. Now, if you're a survivor that is... Either wheelchair impaired or you have a lot of physical limitations, you know you're going to take an extra easy 20 minutes to get ready, right? So plan it out so you're not in a rush to get the day started. You're not in a rush to make sure you have all your papers and your cards and your keys and your glasses in your purse and you don't forget so the night before those are things you can actually do in order to prevent the morning after rush i know that you know what i'm talking about i'm just i'm just spitting out here what i know works again it worked for me If you know you're a slow eater, you're going to go at the table an easy 15-20 minutes before and you're going to savor every minute you're going to be there. You're going to savor every bite of your peanut butter toast you're going to eat, right? And your eggs and bacon. I don't want you to be multitasking and do everything half fast. You are not a half fast type of person. You deserve to take the time and enjoy what's in front of you. If your kids need you to get ready... I want you to enjoy, and you're not seeing them as a burden or seeing that they need help as a burden or, again, when you're a caregiver. I want you to savor every single thing you do in the morning when you're getting ready. Put your clothes out the night before. Get your shoes next. If you can save an extra two minutes, an extra five minutes... Kudos to you. That's what we want. We want to build a morning routine. And when you build that morning routine, are you the type of person that is actually the alarm rings and boom, you get up and you start running, 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 you know, you do your thing? Or are you capable of either waking up before a few minutes before the alarm, your internal body clock wakes up, and you're capable of just lying there in your bed and, And staring at the ceiling and you're in a state of total relaxation, your body has let go. That is also something we want to do in the morning. We don't want to be go, go, go because the days are going so fast that you want to take a couple of minutes for yourself. Have a glass of water when you wake up. Don't right away have a glass of OJ that's going to... The acidity is going to irritate your stomach. Or have a coffee. Have a glass of water. And it's definitely going to get things going. And you're going to feel like you're doing something healthy for yourself. Because I know that... We want to give, 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 give and very often we forget for ourselves. Number thing, I love journaling, I, I'm a big advocate of that, you know that. I write everything down and one of the biggest reason is that you want to take all that, excuse my language, but you want to take all that verbal diarrhea, you want to take all those things that clutter your brain. And you want to put them down on paper. And when it's out of your body, first of all, it's out of your head. Therefore, your body feels a lot more relaxed. You have it in front of you. You know what you're wanting to feel, think, say. You have it in front of you. In that planner, don't just write things to do. Write things you're grateful about. Things that make you happy. Did your daughter make you bring you some flowers that she picked on the front lawn today? Did your son bring you a thing of mud with five worms inside? Or did your husband come home with a bouquet of flowers? Those are things to be grateful about Not just the action, but the person behind it and the moment it created. So I suggest you do have a journal. So those times that you are feeling a little bit more down, you go refer to those journals and see how great life is. I remember for myself, I did acupuncture a few years ago. I told you the story and I was finally capable of holding three glasses with my left hand, which is my affected hand. And it was a huge accomplishment because I, in my younger years, I was a waitress and, and um, I worked in bars and I love to have dinner parties and host and I love cleaning. So for me to be able to hold three glasses in one hand without breaking one was a huge accomplishment. It was one of those little victories I'm talking about. So you can bet I wrote that in my diary and I referred to it quite a few times afterwards to remind myself just how far I've come. Number three is probably the most important because As survivors, we compare ourselves to what we were in our prior life. I know you know what I'm talking about. I've done it many, many, many times. But what's important is that you don't compare yourself to anybody else. And the old you is somebody else. Do I make sense? So I want you to stop that. I really, I know, I sound very, very adamant on it because I am. I want you to stop that. Stop comparing yourself to others and to your old self. And start embracing who you are right now. You can't base your success, you can't base your survival on other people. And what happens when you do compare yourself to others You're very often disappointed. As stroke survivors, we have a lot of disappointments. I'm not going to get into it right now, but we have a lot of disappointments. A lot of pills to take. A lot of things to digest. And you don't need that added pressure. You do you. You don't do the more successful person. I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm in the projects of doing something. I don't wanna talk about it yet because in details, I like to have things concretely in front of me mapped out and and I started the endeavors and then I can say, I am doing this. There's a person that is, is very successful that is doing what I want to do, but a little more, okay? If I start comparing myself to her right now, she's already pulling six, seven figures. She's already mastered what she's into, but she's also been doing it much longer than I have. If I start comparing myself to her, guess what's going to happen? I'm only going to, first of all, say I'm not good enough, I can't do this. Uh, you know, and and second of all is like, I'm always going to want to be, it's okay to want to be striving for something else. But I'm not her. I do things at my own time. She didn't have a stroke. I did. Her brain is not limited the way mine is. So what I'm telling you, I am doing myself. I am not comparing myself to anybody else. I do me. And at the same time, everybody on the face of the earth, they do. we all do things at different paces and different degrees of intensity and different degrees of capability. So you're a survivor. You're a stroke survivor at any degree, right? So you have to work with the cards you've been dealt. You have to deal with what's in front of you the way it's in front of you and make it work for you right now. You don't compare yourself to Dobro. You just do the best thing that you can. Another important thing, number four, is to live a balanced life, an aligned life. Do you know what that means? Mind, body, and soul. You have to be aligned. I'll give you a concrete example. So, what does it mean to be mind, body, and soul aligned? A few months ago, I... My body was going, 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 and I had things that in my heart and I was working towards, but my mind wasn't there. So I want you to imagine there's three dots in front of you and they are aligned. Now I want you to take one of those dots and I want you to move it one inch to the right. Are you aligned? No. That's what exactly happened to me. I had to be center myself, we think, we analyze my whole life, figure things out in order to be happy and comfortable with where I was and where I wanted to be. Now again, that is me a few months ago, that with my life circumstances and how things were appearing to me. Uh, um yes. <laughs> So I want you to do the same thing for yourself. Are you aligned? Is your head one way and your body another? Are you, is your mind straight? Is your body straight, but you are a bitter person? That means your soul is not aligned. So you have to put yourself back into check. What can you do to bring yourself back? Now, I know that you've heard me say also that when your body doesn't feel good, your mind doesn't feel good. And when your mind doesn't feel good, your body doesn't feel good. It's the exact same thing. I'm just saying it differently. You have to feel good overall, everywhere. You don't need to be 100%. But you need to be in the same direction. You've seen people with scoliosis. Some of them are more acute than others, right? Their back is all crooked, okay? That's because the spine is not straight. The spine is not aligned. Something happened that it deviated. And when you look at people, some people it shows them a lot more and some others it doesn't. So that's where the degrees that I was talking to you about is changed. So imagine that your body, your whole self has to be aligned. You are three dots. Are your dots aligned? One on top of the other? Or is there one a little further aside than the others? And if it is, put yourself back into question. What can I do to bring myself back? one thing that i always and still now i have to put myself in check because i'm i'm always go 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 right is to make sure that my physical my mental state my career my family my personal growth everything is is together and i think on a weekly basis i have to reevaluate what's going on and Example, on Friday, something happened and I, something happened with one particular person and it disaligned me completely. It killed my vibe. It killed my mojo. Just for a moment, but it did. So, what did I do? I said, okay, well, uh, what's more important to me? And... How can I fix this? And it's okay to delete people in our life because we are not aligned when we are around them. Do I make sense? Okay. And number five is I want you to look how far you've come. We always look ahead which is a great thing right I have a tattoo on my affected arm on my left arm that says sempre avanti which means simply go forward For me it's a it's it's a constant reminder that I have to look forward when I feel down But once in a while we have to look in the back When you're driving in the car you have to be looking at the road yes 99.9% of the time you need to be looking ahead. But that 0.01%, you have to look in the rearview mirror. You have to see. You have to see just how far you've come. So imagine your life as being a road trip. It's awesome to go on a road trip. I love road trips. I, even if I'm going to Laval, which is like 20 minutes away, I don't care. It's a road trip, right? But you have to look behind in order to know what's in front. And sometimes, especially when you're not feeling great, you have to do that to remind yourself constantly, constantly. And as survivors, we strive to be the best. We strive to to be on an upbeat, and we often forget to do that. But it is a must. So I suggest that in order to see just how many struggles and hurdles you've went over, No, let me rephrase that. When you're going ahead, you need to see those struggles and hurdles. And you need to win the race for yourself, not for anyone else, for yourself. I hope I made sense because I think I did, (laughs) which is awesome. I love it. I love it. That's what I got for you today. Okay, those five things to make you feel accomplished, those are the five biggest ones. I have a list of 11 that I gave myself, but these are the five top ones. I think that's enough for today, and uh, (laughs) if you want to write them down, that would be great. If you want to download the episode so you can refer to it and have time to write them down, go for it, be my guest. I am going to be linking all the different ways you can communicate with me, and um, you can send me private messages as well, and uh, I would love to dedicate an episode to you. If there is anything that you would like for me to uh, bring about, please be my guest, absolutely. Tell me what you want, and I I aim to please. I'm here for you. That being said, it is about 7 o'clock. No, it's actually 6.30 in the morning over here. And I am going to work. So I'm going to let you go. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this world. Just know that you are loved. You are enough. And you are a survivor. You are not a victim. So go and kick ass today. I love you. Bye.